Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Father, what we are not, make us. What we don't know, teach us. What we don't have, give us. All to your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, this year, last Sunday I was talking about how to make the, make the most of the year. I want to continue kind of in that direction, but, but, but this one, I, I have two titles. You can choose one. The first title I'm considering is First Things First. Or you can choose the biblical one. That's why I, I really seek ye first the kingdom of God. <laughs> first things first. First things first. Matthew chapter 6. The Lord ministered to my heart that this year, there will be a lot of testimonies in the ashes and the choir. Major, 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 major testimonies. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. First of all, I have to know what these things are talking about. These things are there. When you read the previous verses, it's talking about the things that normal people do seek after. uh, It says that, and why, verse 28, 27, which of you by giving thought can add one cubit unto his stature. And why take ye thought for raiment? Okay, raiment is clothing. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. these. Wow. Solomon was the greatest, richest man that we know of. He in his days, gold was like dust. He was so rich. He said, even Solomon was not that decorated like the lilies who don't work. They don't do anything. They are just fulfilling part of God's order. And he says that, I read it again. And yet, I say unto you that even Solomon in all, verse 29, even Solomon in all, all, all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Therefore, or wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Why are you, why are you worrying? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or with, uh, wherewithal shall, uh, shall we be clothed? 
for watch this the verse 32 is there for after all these things do the gentiles seek that the word gentiles there is human ordinary people who don't have anything to do with god that their life is is around things things yeah that's where that's why an unbeliever lady can say oh are, are there guys in the church i want to go there see because their life is around things whilst a christian sister many christian sisters who got married in church, many ones who got married, were busy, they were not, marriage was, they, their, God was their focus. Yeah. This year, I know you have determined that I must marry. I think I, there's a better way forward. There's a better approach. Rather, this year, I must increase my service to God. Because it says, seek ye first. The, the, these are the things that, no, no, go back. The things that the Gentiles seek after. For your heavenly father knows that it's time for you to marry. He knows it though. But why is he waiting? Because he, his time is the best. He might be four days late, but he's still on time. So he said, your heavenly father knows you need these things. Then he goes and watch this. The next verse is that, but, even though these things are there, Said, contrary to pursue what others do, you seek, but seek ye. It didn't say don't give, don't care about the other things. He said, first, first, seek ye, first, God's kingdom, and not only His kingdom, and His righteousness, right way of doing things, God's right way of saying, seek ye. And He says that all these things that others are dying to get. God. Well, uh, God is the one who adds it to you. So that means those things are necessary. But don't let those necessary things determine the direction of your life. The direction of your life should be determined by the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You should be able to say that I am go if I'm going to, if working, going to church regularly means I'm going to lose money. Maybe I earn 100 pounds. Because of activities, I'm now going to be earning 50 pounds or 70 pounds. He said, well, I prioritize activities. There are people who, for health reasons, are not able to work as hard as they used to. So they had to cut down. So I used to, but now it is my health. My, okay, why don't you also do it the other way? I used to work, but now it is God is a priority. So I make sure I give God my best. Does that mean we shouldn't work? Jesus said, no. Paul said, but it's the same with Jesus. No. He who does not work must not eat. <laughs> Ephesians. Is he Ephesians? Um, no, it's not Ephesians. I think Thessalonians. So he who does not work must not eat. So if you don't work, he should eat. In fact, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, he said, don't give the devil a food store. Then the 28th, somewhere there, he says that, I see, 27, don't give Satan a chance. Some of you, some of the things you start reading, you are giving Satan a chance in your life. Because if you give Satan a full stool, he will be like Russia. He will take over everything. No, sorry, China. He <laughs> will take over everything. You give him a full stool, he will take over your house. Don't give him a place to stand in your marriage. The way you are talking to your wife, you are giving Satan a full stone. Yeah. The way you started talking to your ex, 
Yeah, he said, oh, but there's nothing. He knows I'm married. But you know, you, you are soft towards it. Why is it that you are beginning to hide the conversations? Make it open. Make it open. Let everybody... Let you, if it cannot be open, there's something dodgy about it. There's something... Anything you are watching, which others can see you watching, there's something dodgy about it. <laughs> yeah. Any message to somebody you are texting, you wouldn't like others to see that this is the, the content of the text. You are not seeking the righteousness of God. So seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. Now, um, the previous scripture that I was reading. Give no place to them. Look at the next verse. Hey. So there are people in the church who used to steal. <laughs> you know, everybody is welcome to Christ. But the problem is some come and they still continue. No, this one, I know some people are quite kleptomaniac, so it's still... But in our United Kingdom context, I think lies, if you re re replace the steel with lies. Yeah. yeah. The, the number of people who have lied to me. And they have a way of lying with a smile. Yeah, very neat. The lies are clean. Clean and neat. And they smile. Smile. You are going to divorce your wife because of that girl. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen her in my life. But one of, the, one of the challenges of growing in United Kingdom, growing up in United Kingdom is you have to lie your way around in a lot of ways. Yeah. Especially if you are, the poorer you are, the more you must learn how to lie. <laughs> forms, you have to lie on forms. <laughs> Some of you are living in council flats. You have to lie to go there. <laughs> You lied so much. Yeah, and now you are there. <laughs> you have to lie that you are single. Meanwhile, you are not single. <laughs> there are people who, when they are in public, they use walking stick. <laughs> But it's not true. Because they want a disabled badge. So. <laughs> you know, but that theory can be very beneficial. So why would you try? <laughs> yeah, but you, can't, you don't pay congestion charge. Free. Oh, there are a lot of benefits. You can park in a lot of places no one can park. At the shopping center, you have the first. Hey! Sometimes I go and I see the design. I say, ah, God. This year, I think I have to park there. <laughs> and a single yellow back there free I know a lot of you can't identify with this but the lies you can if you grew up in South London you have to lie to teachers lie to headmaster lie to headmistress 
lie to your mother. Some of you, your mother still thinks you are a virgin. Like you. <laughs> and she be boasting about you. She said, my, my daughter is an angel. My daughter is an angel. She doesn't know you are more experienced than her. <laughs> she doesn't know you have suffered many things in the hands of many men. So, let him who lie, lie no more. It's, it's surprising the number of people who have lied to me. You know, in the past, because our kind of Christianity, where we grew up Christianity, lying, it was, a, it was like fornication. So, you don't lie. It's hard to lie where our discipleship process it's hard to lie. So I thought when people are genuine, they are crying, hello, hello. I ascribe the same kind of, but over the period of time, I've learned the hard way. Yeah. People can lie in this country. He said, let him who lie, lie no more. But now I said, still, but work with his hand. So why do you work? So you can have something to give. <laughs> this is your Bible, yeah. Work with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to him who has need. Wow. Not to go and buy new shoes. Yay. You see, a lot of modern day Christians, charismatics, don't know a lot of the things the Bible says. Apart from claim it, name it, and claim it. <laughs> and so when it comes to seeking first the kingdom of God, they are found wanting. Jesus says that these are the things the world, the Gentiles, seek after. When you go to the city, they work and work and work for things. Things. <laughs> they just work for stuff. Get things, buy this, buy a car, buy a shoe. And they have so many and they can't even use them. But for some reason, they still need more. Look at the amount of things you have bought this Christmas sale. Meanwhile, you haven't given your tithe. Hey. <laughs> you, and you want to wear it for interview. <laughs> hey, then God, please help me for this interview. Ha! You are wearing stolen merchandise. <laughs> but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things because they are necessary things. What to eat, what to wear, where to live. They are necessary things. So now, if first things must be first, how do we go about the first things? Now, I want to draw your attention to the fact that God can be sought after. You can seek God. So this year, prioritize your seeking God. Make it a priority. Make it a priority. Don't make it somebody's you know, job, a K-group leader's job, because some of the K-group leaders too have been hit by sniper fire. <laughs> yeah. Some of you, you know your K-group leader, you can tell it's not in good shape. <laughs> Where is he? Doesn't show up in church. And he's supposed to be leading you. But the pandemic has pandemized so many things. 
<laughs> a lot of things are out of pan. <laughs> so, you have to take it upon yourself because this year, say, I have a strong conviction that God will advance certain people significantly. I'm speaking as a prophet now. God will advance some people significantly. In 2 Chronicles chapter 15, it's a very interesting text. I think you like it, you know. I quoted it a few weeks ago, but I think we should go back to it and have a look at it. And the Spirit of the Lord, um, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said, Hear ye me, Asa and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you be with him. Huh? Really? The Lord is with you whilst you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, what will he do? People are forsaking God. And in the time of their crisis, they are asking God, but why? I just don't understand. What do you think? The problem is the definition of God for many people. For, for somebody some time ago, I think Richard Dawkins, he's a very intelligent guy, but he thinks his intelligence means he knows everything. Spiritualia, spiritualite, examinato. The things of God are only revealed to those whose spirits are open to God in reverence. He said, what people call God doesn't exist. Because who created God? You see. Now, anytime someone asks this question, you know the first problem? Define God. Because the God you are talking about, even me, I'm also an atheist towards that God. A God, a created God is not God. So the premise is wrong. You start with who created God. You, you, okay, I think you don't know what we are talking about. You don't know where did God come from. That's where your problem is. The, the term God means the uncreated one, the self-existing one, self-existent one. He, exists before, he existed before time and he exists after time. He existed before matter and he exists after matter. He exists after matter. He existed before space and he exists after space. In Genesis chapter 1, it says, In the beginning, God. There is right there. In the beginning, God did what? Created what? The heavens, space. Heavens, space. Matter. Earth. In the beginning, time. These three things. Everything physical must fit into time, space, and matter. So if you are talking about God, and you put God in time, <laughs> because if you say who created God, that means there was a time he wasn't. Okay, so you let's assume someone created God. So that one who created God, who is he? Okay, and who created that one? And that one who created that one who created God, who created that one? It goes, so everything stops with God. 
So the problem is people's understanding of God. So that's why you are not serving him the way you are doing. Because you think God is just there to make sure you get a new car. But what you don't know is for your sins to be forgiven is a big deal. And that if you can seek him, he wants you to. Many people, you see, it's that kind of God loves you message. That kind of God loves you message that has really affected a lot of people. Because people think that they are the center of gravity. Center of attraction in the universe. God can't do anything when he sees them. <laughs> so when you are hungry, you are upset with God. Why should I be hungry? You love me. Hey. No, it's rather the other way around. You are an enemy to God. He's supposed to strike you dead. But because of his mercy, he's withheld his hand, waiting for you to just come towards him so he can forgive you. So when people think God needs them, they are holding the wrong end of the stick. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to church. All this church thing is, is fake. <laughs> you, we are here. We are here. Keep going. Keep going. You will, you will hit a brick wall. And some of you who have tasted, the, uh, according to Hebrews chapter 6, you have tasted the good word of the Lord. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 6. He said, who have tasted the good word of the Lord. I think verse 5, 6, somewhere there, 4, 5, 6. Who have tasted the good word of the and have tasted, ah. When you come to Caris, one of the things that I target to do is make you taste the good word of the Lord. Do you know what it does? When you backslide and you go and join Black Panther. <laughs> And you start believing foolishness. Yeah. The people who say Jesus is a black man, I don't know what's wrong with them. What do you get from it if he's a black man? So I think the problem is your identity. Because 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says that, Henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Second verse, verse 15 or 16. We don't know Christ. We don't know man after the flesh. Second Corinthians. 16. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we know him more. So when they start talking, Christ is black, Christ is green, Christ is Latino, Chinese, you're wasting your time. But I don't even know why they don't even say Christ is Japanese. The whole thing is just the black people. It's this black and white racial thing. And it's usually people who have something bad against white people. Because there are white people who are very bad, a lot of them. <laughs> I'll explain it. They have used Christianity to cause atrocities in Africa, in India. They hide behind Christianity. And some of them, those days, you know, some of the bishops are very bad. Oh, they are very bad. The things they do, they monetary deals. Yeah, so they are like rulers. Some businesses, they go in the name. But they are genuine missionaries. So when the missionaries go and do the work and they educate the people and stuff like that, the businessmen to see the business there. And they go also like church members. So it's so murky. If you are not careful, you throw away the baby with the bathwater. 
But the, my brothers who say Jesus is a black man, I, my question is, what has he done for the black people so far? <laughs> I, I think you are better off keeping him white. Because he has... <laughs> I mean, if that is where you want to take it. See how he has helped the white people. <laughs> uh, okay, what do I mean by? But you know, Christianity took. There are churches in this country, in Europe, as more church buildings. Now they are shutting a lot of them. But most of the leaders in those organizations don't like us. They don't, they don't like us. Because their version of Christianity is a very different one. So people, some of you grew up, you said, I grew up in church. But really, the church you grew up in is actually like a, a mosque, almost like a mosque or a synagogue. It's not, it's not Christ-centered. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I used to be a mass ever, morning mass, evening mass. But me and my mass ever brothers, the boys, I wasn't that bad. Some of them were bad. Mass, hey! They're bad. They will go and quaff the alcohol for communion in the vessel. Yeah. Drink it, secondary school. <laughs> oh, they were bad boys. <laughs> so when people say God has left me, you left him first. Because in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13, it says that, let's already have from the screen. Let's go if you can see it. Let's go. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me before. We'll visit that again. Did you see? It said, well, I'm not finding. You, there's a way you are seeking. That's not right. So you seek me and find me. Man, look at the next verse, verse 14. Let's read. Let's go. Says the Lord. And I'll bring you back from your captivity. I'll from all nations and from all the places where I've driven you, says the Lord. And I'll bring you to the place from which I caused you to be carried. Said, and this is a function of seeking God. When you seek God, he says that I'll, you, you, I'll be found of you, says the Lord. And I'll bring you back from captivity. So that means that moving away from God will end you up in all kinds of complexities. Yeah. There are people who took a detour away from church, from God, for that matter, church. And things have, there's a certain lady, she used to come to church. Years ago when we were in first place, she was an usher. And then she followed her mother and left church. Sometimes you don't even know why they leave. Because, as I said, we make sure that we feed you, we, give, we make you taste the good word of the Lord. If you leave, the thing will haunt you. Yeah. You can't say you didn't know some things. Yeah. Encourage, if you make a mistake and you come here a little bit, we, we will make you taste the good word of the Lord. Many people will go, they will come, but some of them, by the time they come, you don't you you recognize them. They, they look very honorable. Now they come tattered. This lady went after about five years when she came back. Oh, still not married. Everybody have married. People have married and gone. When you see her, she used to be nice. Oh, 
You know, some people, when you see them, you can see, oh, you want to look at them again because there is some pleasantness around her. There is, she, she carried grace. There was something. But you see, when she was seven, she didn't value it. She left church. When she came back, I was shocked. People can change you. No, not character. I mean looks. Whoa. Yeah. When you look at people like, how old are you? Yeah, 50. And wait, she's been looking like this for the past 7, 10 years since she's been in this church. She hasn't changed. You, you look at her and some other people who have left and they didn't do God. Compared to you, be shocked. Their skin has wrinkled more. It's not, I'm telling you, these are, these are facts. These are facts. You know in your bloodline, skin conditions are not good. Don't leave church. <laughs> when you leave God, he will leave you. Remember that. When you leave God, he will leave you. Don't forget, this year, remember. When you draw, you draw near to God, in, in James chapter 4, verse 8, he said, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. There. Draw near to God and what happens? God himself will also draw near to you. Please rush your face So let's say I'm God and that's you. Take a few steps forward. Then God also takes steps. Stop. Go back. So do whatever you want to do. You take and go. You have to start the step. And you think, is the pastor or okay, group leader? Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. First, first things first. And it should be your target and your priority to draw near to God this year. That's why those of you who have made it to church, I'm thankful to God for your life. Because that's how the year, the year has started. It's already six days old. The 2022 we are spoken about, it has already arrived. And already, five days is gone. A sister told me something that touched my heart, but I've been saying it. A sister, certain sister said, Pastor, I'm growing. I'm going to be this year, this, this number of years old. And she said, but I remember when I was just 23. Over 15 years has passed. I remember 23. I don't know why. Nothing has changed, but all the years are gone. I don't know why. And I'm still in a certain state. It touched my heart, but I've been saying it. Those who haven't settled when they are 50 or 45, 
They were not settled when they were 29. So you who are 29, 45 is coming. Because you are actually on the path. But you have a feeling that, no, me, I'll be different. It won't be different, though. Until you do something differently. If you don't do something differently, it won't be different. Because don't forget, when you used to be 18, it was just yesterday. Today you're already 26. Hey! Oh. When Carrie started, you were crawling. Now look at how old you are. You remember, you didn't have your daughter, your son was not a teenager. He was a baby. We dedicated this child. Now this child has divorce. <laughs> He's in uni. <laughs> and still nothing has, just, nothing has changed. Just that people have grown. People have aged, but nothing has changed. You have to start doing something differently. You have to start doing... There are people who this year must marry. Yeah. They must get married. But you have to, first things first. If you want to get God involved, then seek ye first. He said, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He said, seek God whilst he may be found. Psalm 27 verse 8. When you said, seek ye my face, my heart said, your face, O Lord, will I seek. Make it your aim. When it comes to pursuing God, it's not groups. It's one for himself. But you can't also do it alone. Any pursuit of God that is not within the context of koinonia will not last. Koinonia is fellowship. So you need the fellowship of the brethren to pursue God. But within the fellowship, you are doing your own thing. So you are in a choir. You serve differently. You don't do it because others said, all right, today I'm not coming for a hazard. Today I'm sitting. You don't do it because others do it and get away with it. You, you don't do it because by covenant and spiritual understanding, this is how you want to do it. And you do it. That's one of the things God has used me to distinguish me from some of my, some of my pastor friends. Because some of them, the way they do things is different. The way they do things is different. We might, be, we, we might go through the same condition, but our approach might be different. Our approach might be different because there are some things I would never do. Seek ye first. I don't know who God sent me to come and talk to. The worrying aspect is there's so much years behind you. I think it's time you change your approach. Seeking God is a lot of work. It starts from the heart. And that's what gives you an advantage. Or that's what gives seeking the meaning. Seek God. Seek God first. Change strategy. See if it will not deliver this year. Other years, you have not given God a heart pursuit. You've done it, but half-heartedly. This time, why don't you give it full? A whole year. Give it full. Your full attention. 
and see if things won't start changing. It, it's, not, it's, it's not like overnight. It's not overnight. It's like losing weight. <laughs> it's a long journey. I've been trying to get this thing to go down, but... So I've stopped laughing at Isaac because I realized that the thing is... Mav, it's not easy. Belly must go. See God. If someone says, I'm not doing church. I just go and sit somewhere on that tree. I'm waiting. Because I know you'll be down. <laughs> I know conditions will work against you. Because when you abandon God, he allows captivity to have free access to you. It's, we read it. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Sorry, chapter 15. Verse and he went out to, no, it says, that the Lord is with you while you be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, Charlie, look at verse 3. For a long time, Israel has been without the true God, without a teaching priest, and without Lord. Look at the verse 4. But when in their trouble they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, what happened? And then when you read down the text, that's where I actually was going to read a lot, but I think my time is up. So when you read down the text, it tells you about how they made vow that anybody who will not see God from the verse 12 or somewhere, let's, let's eliminate them from our territory. You must start eliminating some relationships because it's slowing your pursuit of God down. It's affecting you. Yeah. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of Israel, uh, the, 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 sorry, the Lord God of their fathers, with all their hearts and with all their soul. The next verse. And whoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel was to be put to death. Now that I mean, cut them out. There are some people you used to go and pick to church or wait for them to come and pick you. You, you can tell that it's affecting you. Some of you, it's about time, especially women. Leave that man at home and because he's always late. The families, those families, can I talk to you, families? Yeah. There are some of you. The whole day you've been home is different from some who just came from work. You have been home the whole day and yet you make it to church late. Are they? <laughs> you, you have been home the whole day, sir. How are you living? And it looks like for the past several months, you are always late. You are always late. You are always late. You are always late. You don't have value for God. Though. You don't have a, People don't like this kind of things that will wake them up to help them. Your attitude towards church tells me a lot about your respect for God. They said that we go into covenant. Anyone who will not see God, let's put him to death. Whether small or great, whether they have money, they don't have money, whether they are celebrated, whether male or female, those of us who want to marry, whether it's a man, cut him whether it's a woman who will connect you to a because this guy is not serious. When they start talking, you can tell God is not in it. And they actually eroding the little God you are capturing. They are eroding it out of your life. You have to end this year. First things first. God first. Enter into a covenant to seek God. 
to seek God. To seek God. This message I'm preaching in the next five years, you will see the difference. You will see the difference. Pastor Charles, they have taught, taught us some gospel, which is very detrimental. That's bless me, Lord gospel. You are there, and God is just there to serve you. It's not a good gospel. You are actually there to sacrifice and serve God, and then he begins to show you what he can do. Let's finish the text. Verse 14. Please. Then they took an oath before the Lord with a loud voice, with shouting and trumpets and ram's horn. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul. And he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest. Give them rest. God will give you rest. God will give you rest. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.